Hello, hello. Thanks for listening to Guidance Counselor 2.0. Listen, I want to give you a quick rundown of what this podcast is and what you're about to get into as you listen to these episodes. We had guidance counselors in middle school. We had guidance counselors in high school, but we didn't really have guidance counselors in college. And now as professionals, we don't really have anybody to turn to, to ask a quick question, to learn something about the job search or to navigate your career. And so that is what I want this podcast to be for you. I want it, for it to be a tool for you to navigate the job search and your career. So that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you need to reach me, Taylor at Vaco, V-A-C-O.com is how to get in touch with me, old fashioned email, social media at T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. T-D-E-S-S-E-Y-N. And finally, please rate and review this in the app store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. The power of the DMs. So Connor, first and foremost, give the people what they want. Who are you and like, what do you do at like a super high level? We'll go from there. Sure. First of all, I can't, you just, you just compared render ATLs like after party to Coachella. That's, that's yeah, it's going to be ridiculous. Just really pumped that up. Is, is playing. I don't even know who that is, but it's a rapper and he's going to play. It's going to be awesome. Who'd you say? Gucci Man. Dude, you don't know who Gucci Man I saw Gucci no, Man in know. 2010. I don't know who that is, but he's going to be there, though. I know that much. Cool. Uh, so, um, yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Connor. Uh, I've been a software engineer for like since 2013. So, going on, going on uh, eight plus years now. Um, I've been local to Nashville since 2014, uh, came out here and, uh, been in the Nashville market for basically since until the pandemic. Um, and then, you know, started seeing the market moving in all different kinds of ways and, uh, decided to take a chance, made a move to, uh, Evernote. And then shortly after that made a move to Netflix. And uh, and so here I am still sitting in Nashville working remote for, you know, for the Valley company. So I love it. I love it. Love to see it. Love to see it. As they say, um, David, it's great to see you. Ivan, it's great to see you as well. And Dominic, it's great to see. We got a full house this morning. Connor, people, people want to know about the DM man. So, so, so let's, so let's first off talk about, um, let's talk about your, your journey to, to from a local company to Evernote, right? I still consider Evernote big tech. What was that process like for you? Um, and, uh, cause I know you and I messaged a little bit. So h- how did you end up at Evernote? Yeah. So, and sh- shout out to you because here's, here's, well, I'll start out with what I was seeing happening. There was just some, basically some stuff going down where I was like, you know, I feel like, I feel like it might be time for me to make a move. And, and I, and I saw that there were all these like companies that I kind of always wanted to work for, you know, like Valley tech companies, but I didn't want to you know, live in the Valley to work there. So, you know, I just, you know, kept my, you know, sites on Nashville. Um, and then, but with all the remote stuff opening up, I was, and I had already been working remote with the pandemic and whatnot. So I thought, you know, I could do this. I think uh, they want to give it a shot. So I, I went through and I just, I started picking out companies and I, and I said, okay, these are the ones that I want to, I, I wanted to, I wanted to spear fish my way into, in, in, into that world. So I started out, um, my DM game at that point was I'm, I am looking for a job. So, right. and, uh, so there's a, there's two different kinds of ways to go about it. And, and I think the latter is better, but, but right now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm open to, to, to going somewhere. So 
I was doing I was doing the DM thing. I picked out the companies. I, I mean, I had spreadsheets going of like who, what have I did because I was starting to lose track. And I was, I didn't, I put I put in very little applications. Like some places, I would if it was really easy to fill out, I would. But if it wasn't, I focused mostly on LinkedIn and just like was looking up engineers, engineering managers. Okay, I'm interrupting. So you weren't applying that. Well, first off, you said something I want to highlight. Companies make it easy to apply. You oh, miss yeah. out on talent like Connor if you have all these clicks, right? So I want to highlight that. But so you didn't really submit submit your resume anywhere. Mm-mm. Hmm. No, I don't even, I don't even, I didn't even submit my resume to Evernote. I, ha- I had to yeah. after my offer because they needed something for HR. And, and so, so your Evernote job and your Netflix job, you both got without submitting an application. Yes. I know I never submitted one at Netflix to this day. So crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so, so you had spreadsheets with smart by you having all these spreadsheets. You need to have all that to be organized. So props yeah. to you. Oh, there's and, a, and like, how did you come up with your, your favorite companies? Right. Cause a lot of people are like, well, like, I don't know, like, I like like oh. was it products that you've used? Like what? Uh, how how did you create that list? Dude, I went I nerded out on this. Okay, did you? So I have I have a spreadsheet where I have um actually let me let me just see what it looks like. Okay, so I have categories and okay, this is great. Categories yeah, are, categories. I love this. The the categories are prestige, pay, purpose, and then people slash culture. Prestige, so pay. Mm-hmm. Purpose and P- I wanted it the four. I, I was like, okay, I want the four P's. Four P's. The prestige, pay, purpose, and people. Okay. And people is like the culture, right? Sure. So, I, and what I did was I add, I put a weighted average for each of those. And I, so, out of a hundred percent, you know, I said, well, prestige matters me, you know, like maybe ten percent. Sure. Uh, pay matters maybe thirty percent. Purpose matters maybe thirty five percent, and then you got like twenty five percent left, and that goes into people, right? So right. you can, and you can, whatever you feel like, you know, that, that that's what I did. And then I put, I put the companies up on, on the left and then put the prestige pay purpose people on, on the top. And then just went down and gave it a score from one to, from one to 100. Okay. And then I, then I averaged it out and I came up with a ranking and I was like, okay, so these top, so that helped me understand what do I value and what companies do I want to, and obviously I don't know the answer to all those things, but I just had to go off like things that I knew, like I knew Netflix had a great culture. So they sure. were up there with culture. I knew they had, I knew they had a good pay. So like, like I did those sorts of things. Um, and so it was pretty easy at that point to narrow down a list of like 10 to 10 to 12, something you, you couldn't, you know, it's hard to focus on a ton of them. So, you know, basically like Fang plus style companies, and uh, and then that first list and Evernote made it in the end of that list at, at that at that point. Right. Um, right. And uh, they were they were. And it's it's interesting how that all ended up shaking out because I didn't even I wasn't going to go in for the interview because I had a counter offer at my current place in Nashville. And I and so so I but they said they could get me in really quick. So I just I went on. I had like like our daughter had a rough night or something. I had like three hours of sleep. And, you know, this is one of those things where I was like okay, let's do this thing. I had a four hour interview, you know, in like less than 12, 12 hours or whatever. So, um, so I, I went through the, and I ended up getting an offer from Evernote. And then, so I had the two offers on the table, which was Evernote. And then my counter offer at my current place. Cause I, I, I was open. With, I would also recommend being open with your current employer about where you stand. That made the process so much easier. I didn't hide anything. You know, I told him how I was feeling through the whole thing. And we, Wait, you told your current employer that you were actively looking. 
Um, I got asked. Gotcha. So I didn't, I didn't, I, we had a pretty, cause we were having some attrition issues. And so I basically, they basically told me like, Hey, are you planning on staying? Because we need to, I need to know because I want to, you know, we can, we can, you know, make some moves for you to sure. position you better to, you know, make your career goals. And right. so, okay, well, full, you know, full disclosure. Full transparency. Yeah. I have some offers on the table. You know, they're, 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 you know, stuff, stuff rolling in, I guess. Um, so I was like, give me some time to think this over. And I was like, you know, basically, so they, they came up with a counter offer and, uh, uh, and they were very similar. Uh, and I remember I called, I called three people. <laughs> I called a buddy, a close friend that I did work with. It was an engineer, a close, uh, a close friend. Cause oh, he was already at the company, a close friend that I used to work with. And then, and then you, and so I was like, okay, someone I used to work with, an engineer, someone I do work with as an engineer, and a recruiter who I trust. So I, I talked to those three people. And you told me, you were like, dude, if you want to get in big tech, you need to go. Yeah. And and uh, and one person told me you need to stay. And the other one was like, eh, I don't know. So I, Oh, really? So you literally got three different answers. Yeah, yeah, I did. I was like, well, I guess neither one's a really bad decision. And it wouldn't have been. But but the Evernote was the right decision for where I wanted to go. Hmm. So I took, you know, so I, I took it. And uh, when well, I, I... I do want to go back real okay. quick, right? And, and kind of going off Justin's thing. What was your... Because you, you started to go into two types of DMs and then we got distracted. Hmm. What, what two types of DMs were you sending at the time? Okay. So at that time, it was mostly like, hey... I see you have an open, like if I would find an engineering manager, I, I would do some digging <laughs> and really? so, yeah, I would do some and try to try to match the engineering manager who I felt like was, was with a position. And so I would be like, Hey, I see you have an open, especially if they advertise on LinkedIn, I'd say, you know, Hey, I see you have an open position. Um, I, I'd love to hear more about it. I didn't get a whole lot of answers for that. I mean, I mean, I've, it was, very so, so messaging and again i know i'm repeating this a lot i just want to drive it home with the viewers mm -hmm. today and then in the future so you, your, your original approach was hey I, hey mr manager so you would do digging on to see who the engineer managers are mm -hmm. at the company you would say hey i see a job posting open would love to chat with you and you said that wasn't getting you anywhere that wasn't i mean i, I got a few chats a few bites i guess um but not a whole lot. And t recruiters were more apt to respond to that because that's their job to hire people. But engineering managers, no. And and in even engineers that wouldn't you wouldn't I wouldn't get a whole lot. Okay. Um, I guess I was I was kind of I was kind of fine tuning my DM game at that point. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. another thing that I would do is I would watch their activity. I learned that like because LinkedIn shows your activity. It shows it right there on the search. Like you can you can see real quick how active someone is. If they don't have anything in the past ninety days, uh, there's no there's no point. Like I'm not I'm not. That's I'm smart. Not I, honestly, I've never thought of that. I've yeah. never thought of that. That's yeah, I just didn't even bother to message them because yeah. I was like, they're never they're never going to see it. So, yeah. um, because they probably only use LinkedIn when they're looking for a job. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I only I only message people who were active, and that okay. that when I made that switch, that started to help a little bit too. I noticed some uptick. Um. So fast forward a little bit. I'm at Evernote and I'm trying to learn. Whoa, hold on. Okay. Okay. What, what did you, what did you change your DMS to? Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So that's where I'm okay. going. Okay. So I'm at Evernote in a little bit and, and I started to, I wasn't at this point. I, I knew that I wanted to make a move somewhere else eventually. Like I didn't think Evernote was like my end game. 
Like, because I kind of you probably were thinking about being there what a year or two, probably. Yeah, and because yeah. I thought, okay, you know, I'll put I'll put in some value here, get learn learn a lot about what it's like for scale, and then I might you know try again because I did I did have some interviews at some bigger companies, but I didn't pass. Um, which was uh, uh, that's a whole other story that we could talk about <laughs> the interview process at Big Tech. If, if there's some time, we can definitely dive into it. Sure. Um, so what I did was I was like. I want to do good at what I'm what I'm at right now, and I, it was an area that I'd never really been in before because um, I'd always done this like real enterprise level tech stuff, and I hadn't really dealt dealt with a you know big huge user bases, um, and everyone knows like two hundred and some million users. You know, it's like oh my gosh, okay, big user base here. So I um so I started deeming people who are in the same uh like section of, who did the same kind of stuff at other companies. Um, I found I started looking for what what I like, seriously searching what I did at other companies. So I would type in like, let's say I, let's say I worked in customer service. I would type in like customer service space Netflix, boom, enter. And I would find a bunch of people who 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 did that. Right. Or whatever it is. Maybe, you you know, maybe you work in, I don't know, hospitality, I, whatever the thing is. Right. And I would I would search that and then engineering. Right. And a- add that in there. So I would find all the engineering managers uh, and engineers that worked in that field because I wanted to learn more about what they did. So I was like, I, cause I wanted to be good at it. And I right. thought maybe this was to be a, a path for me. So I found a few people I ended up talking to, like I, t- I remember talking to an engineer at Instacart, um, some other place. And then, and Netflix was one of them. And I, I remember the message. Um, I basically, actually, I think, yeah, I, I basically said, like, let's pretend the manager's name is Susan, right? Sure. Hi, Susan. I see you're a growth engineering manager at Instacart. That's awesome. Uh, if you have a free eight minutes, I'd love a chance to chat with you about, uh, to, or I'd, lo- I'd love a chance to chat with you and learn more about your team, right? That was it. Very simple, short and sweet, like, Two sentences long. Well, well, you did kind of what I say to do, right? It's a specific amount of time. Mm-hmm. You said eight minutes. Yep. And I, I don't know. I think that resonates with a ton of people. Like if I somebody so. messages you like, have seven minutes of your time, I, of course I say this and I message, I'm like slam. So don't, no one message me right now. I can't talk to you. I love you. I can't talk to you right now. But <laughs> if people message me like seven minutes, eight minutes, I'm more willing to chat with them than if somebody says, you got time to talk. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think it's incredibly important. So, so, so you were messaging people and were you saying, Hey, I work on a, like a growth team as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. that, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. So that's okay. what I, and that's what I said. That's like, I, that's what I, um, uh, that's, I, I, I work in that at, at, at Evernote. Um, so I added that piece into, so it's like, so you form, so that's the connection piece, right? So right. specific time, find a connection, flattery, like, Hey, I see you doing this. That's awesome. Um, and then just short, sweet to the point, I, the, 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 that particular message, uh, he, he must've been already on LinkedIn because he DM me right back within a minute and was like, Hey, you want to chat Monday? It's like, yeah. And, and, and I made sure to respond with that. Cause I remember being like, Whoa, okay, cool. That sounds so the cool. hiring at Netflix got back to you pretty quickly. Yep. Um, now that was, I had also, I had DM'd 15 other just at Netflix. And only and got, one got back to you? Two. Two got back to me. One was on paternity leave. And so okay. we didn't we didn't get a chance to talk. And then the right. other and then and then one. So it's and, still and here, 
And here's the deal. Connor did the DMs the way I preach it. Admiration, flattery, specific question, specific amount of time, right? Connor went through those steps. He only, his response rate was only two out of 15. Like, you kind of have to go through the volume with it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you really do. I mean, I, I, I remember putting in, I remember putting in a lot of, a lot of time doing that. And, and I, it's funny that, that first comment. Oh, also one thing I, when I did, when I did respond to that, I made sure to respond with him, with an, with a link to the, to meet. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want to cause, like, I didn't want any fluff. Did you use Calendly to, to book it? Um, well, no, because I didn't want them to have to book it. I just, because he, he suggested a time. So I went ahead and just sent a link for that time, like a Google Meet and just said, oh, gotcha, gotcha. Here you, okay, go. cool. you just got to click Wait. this when we're ready. But now if, if we hadn't set a time and, and I did have a busy schedule, I could have been like, hey, if you want to, you know, put, I just felt like eh, I'd rather them send me a Calendly link or something so I could like That's put something fair. on their calendar, you know? Um, That's fair. So um, I, I do want to get to a few questions. A few questions have come in. So Justin comes in. So so in the DM game, how do you ask questions that give you a good representation of their culture? So this is when you were talking about the four Ps, mm -hmm. uh, which, by the way, what were the four Ps one more time? People. Prestige. Pay, prestige, people, and purpose. There you go. Love that. want to reiterate that again. So did you did, did, did you try to get a representation of the culture in the DM or did you try to wait for that for the phone call? Yeah, I waited. I didn't okay. do any. Yeah. I, I, and, and honestly what I would do before our phone call, I, I stalked this guy <laughs> and I was, I, I told him it. I did. I, I, I told him, I was like, dude, I've, I've watched everything you've put out. Like any, anything you, that is out there on the internet that has your name on it. I've read it. Uh, it means a lot to that person. It means a lot mm -hmm. when people DM me that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so great, great on you. You got a lot of content out there. That'd be, that might be a little weird. They see everything Taylor Dessen's put out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be here for a bit. Uh, Dominic, uh, question for Connor. When DMing potential employers, did you straight ask employers about the open? Okay. So we, so we already talked mm -hmm. about this. So Dominic, um, so Connor, I, I, again, so I, I guess Connor recap. So originally you were asking about the positions, but then you changed yep. it. Yeah. And, and I noticed, I noticed I wasn't getting very good responses like that. So I, my, my thing is like, I, you want to be honest, like don't, don't go into something, even if you like, cause you may be in a place where you are looking for a job and you, but I would say your DM doesn't have to be like, like you can still want to learn about a company. Sure. You, you just need to go into it with the right mindset, right? Like you need to go into a conversation knowing I, nothing may ever come out of this. I may, I may not even talk to them about a job. Yeah. Which is like my situation with the Netflix. Our first conversation, we didn't even talk about a job. Not, really? Not at all. Um, we just we just talked about the the stuff. It was later that I found on his pay on on the his team's page that they were looking for an engineer. Yeah, so 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 I want to uh, so one more question here, um, Elliot. It's great to see you, Anurag, um, Cody. It's great to see you as well. Um, let me get to James' question, and then let's let's kind of because because we're already kind of two thirds of the way through this conversation. So yeah. I definitely want to get to the the, the Netflix portion. Um, what do you think the response would have been if you had done the same DM style while not in big tech? I think it would have worked the same. 
Yeah, I think you got to get better. Honestly, I think I think this pro. I think you get better response rates. Honestly, just because I agree. because I, I I mean, you once you get into it, like once you have a certain company attached to your name, you do get more. Well, talk DMs. talk about what your DMs look like now. They're, I I get I get a few. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and how I, many how many DMs would you say you get a day? Two to three a day, something like that. Crazy. I, and I feel, and they're not, sometimes they're, and I feel like I, I do feel bad. Like, like you said, you know, like you don't have time to respond to it. it. It does get to that point where it's like, I want to talk to people and I feel bad because I get, you know, I get a lot and, and not just DM, but like you just, just requests that come through every day. It's just like, I, I don't have, I wish I had time. I wish I had more time to commit to talking to people, but I just, yeah. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah. I totally so. get it. Yeah. I, I would agree with Connor with James's question. I think if you do the same style, even outside of big tech, I think you'll probably have a better response because their DMs aren't as full. Um, so Connor, I, I want to dive in. So dive into the Netflix a little bit more. So, mm. you know, Evernote DM linked, uh, you know, then you were DMing people on Netflix and then you had the conversation. How long was the initial conversation? <laughs> well, we talked for 30 minutes. Okay, it was supposed, it was supposed to be eight. You said eight minutes in the DM, mm-hmm. yep. which is great. It's typically how it works. Yep. Um, after you ended, well, how did you end the conversation? Because I feel like people struggle with this. Um, how did I? And I just, I wanted, I said, you know, hey, thank you so much for your time. I, I, this has been, you know, this has been great for me. I just wanted to reiterate how much I appreciated their time, taking time yeah. out of their day for to talk with me about something that is just that I'm, you know, trying to get that I have a passion to learn more about and uh, you know, to be able to just pick their brain about stuff. And I just so, want to make sure that that was known. So there was a, there, there's a question here. Um, how, so how would the conversations go on Google me? I feel like a little intimidated, not knowing what to ask or say. So did you have questions that you wanted to ask? Yes, at least you need to be to prepared to go into that. That's need, it you need to pretend like you're an interview, like you're like, you're about to sit on 60 minutes and you're the interviewer and they're in the hot seat. Like you need to, you need to be ready for questions, treat it like a conversation, but you need to have questions ready. How many questions? Like two or three. Oh, bro. I had like 10. Oh, did you really? Oh yeah. And, and not just questions, but topics like, like for example, I, you know, like say uh, they say they they if they put out some some kind of content, you know, they did something on their team like, hey, how did your team do that? Like, you know, like like more like I wanted to open into stuff because I wanted it to, to carry. Right. I wanted to, I wanted to hear something and then pick on that one thing and be like, oh, OK, well, let me learn more about that. Right. Like yeah. you, need, you have to be a good listener. Don't mm. wait. Don't sit and wait for your turn to speak because because people can feel that. And yeah. I, and I think you you need to. It's it's really about being a good listener and being curious and wanting to learn more. Yeah, but come up with questions for sure. Absolutely, Absolutely. I love that. So, all right. So you ended the call. You didn't ask for anything. Props to you. You just said, "Hey, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it." And so, then, what was the process after that? I was I was finishing up my stalking, and I saw at the bottom of a page that they that they had for the team, and it said that they were hiring, and I was like, "Oh man." I just got here at Evernote. I'd only been there seven months. I was like, I don't want to leave here, but I have an in. Like he's he's right, right, he's right there. And I was like, it can't hurt to just DM him. It can't hurt to DM him one more time and just ask about it. 
So, so how, how how long after the conversation? Did it you was not that? the it was not that night. I waited till the next day. Um, I I had it tight. I had it. I had it in my head what I would say. I was like, okay. So I chewed on it. I was like, I'll sleep on it. Yeah. On it. And I woke up the next morning feeling like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I you know, logged in and and I just said, hey, um, thank you, thank you again so much for your time. I was browsing this site and I saw you had an open position. Um, I'd love to hear more about it. And he was like, sure, let's talk again. And uh, that was then a two month long yeah. <laughs> interview process. Which is how, how many rounds did you tell me? Like 15 or something like Dude, that? Dude, I did. Well, because I ended up, I, ended, I didn't even end up on his team. Are you serious? I got, I, it came down between, I got to the last round, uh, to the final stage and it ended up being me and another person. He chose the other person, but really liked me and felt like I would be a good fit for the culture and, you know, be a good fit at Netflix. And there was, their sister team was hiring and I had to do some interviewing with them. And then I got an offer from them. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's wild. So, um, so, so let's, so let's talk a little bit about as we wrap up here in the last five minutes or so, uh, you know, you, you mentioned imposter syndrome, you know, I, I would say, so I never, I never dealt with imposter syndrome in my career until the last two years. Hmm. And I will now looking back on it, if you're not dealing with imposter syndrome, I don't think you're growing fast enough. Boom. That's it. And, and now, because I've really pushed myself over the last two years to kind of do some new things. Connor, t- talk about the imposter syndrome that, 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 that you deal with. I was the same way. I've always been a pretty confident person. Yeah. Uh, kind of, you know, you know, parents have always been like, Hey, you, you can do whatever you want. You know, you can put your mind to it. You can do it. You know, so I've always yeah. had a good, I feel like a good confidence and overconfidence sometimes. Yeah, um, I overestimate yeah. myself. Um, that is but, why I'm wearing cheetah print. <laughs> that's, yeah. Uh, so, so I was like, I, I, so I never really had to deal with that. And then, but then getting here, I've got it. Like there's a new tech stack that I'm working with. I've never really done some of that stuff before, by the way, that as an engineer, like that can be an intimidating thing. Like don't just because it said you haven't done the tech on the, on the resume or on the job posting, who cares? apply anyway. Like if you feel confident that you can learn it, then apply. Like if you have I the skills that. and it's trans, you know, it's trans. Yeah. Because, gonna... because tell the people your background from a tech stack and then what you're doing now, just sure. so people know that. Like, yeah. So I've, touching. I've always been in the Microsoft world, always done full stack, uh, .NET development. I've done front end, like with react and, and angular and stuff like that too. But so this position was going to, is, is react with Java. I, I touched Java like three months in 2013. Like I, you know, I took a class in it in, in college. Like I don't, I don't know Java. Um, but I knew that it was similar enough to C sharp. I knew it was an object oriented language. I knew, I knew I could learn it. And so I just went into it, you know, so when I, you know, I, and also I did practice it because I knew I wanted to show in the interview when I would do the coding challenges that I could do Java. So I did. Yeah. They told me I could do it whatever language I wanted, but I picked Java because I'd been practicing it. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. um, so that I had some, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm still going through the imposter syndrome thing right now of like, there's stuff like, you know, to nerd out a little, you know, like there may be some like ORM that I just like, they're using it high. It's called hibernate for Java. And it's like, 
I don't know that. Uh, or their dependency injection framework. I don't know that. I don't know how that works. I don't know how like the, 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 I don't know what, I don't know how Gradle works and I don't know those things. So those right. are the building blocks of the, of the, of the language and the frameworks that I just clueless about. And I have to ask questions that I would have been, that I would have asked five years ago in C sharp. And it makes me feel dumb. And, um, but I, but as long as you go, I think as long as you go into those things, like let it humble you and let that yeah. be like come to peace with that. And then, and ask the question because it's better to ask than to, than to not, and then look like a fool afterward. So, um, so I've been learning that that's been, uh, so yeah, so that's plus one to the, like, uh, pushing you thing that this is, this has pushed me more than, uh, more than I had in, in a long time. So that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so Elliot comes in, so we'll end with this question. Um, I really appreciate the suggestion you gave to connect with everyone on your core team in week one. What's something that after two to three months that has helped you succeed beyond week one? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. So I, I think Elliot and I talked about that a little bit. It was where I, uh, where what I what I would do is I made sure to schedule one on ones with everybody because I'm in because so, I'm remote. That's so good because you you can feel like you're on an island real quick. So I took and I told my manager I want to do this. Like it's, I wanted to focus more on meeting people and connecting with people than I did getting into the code my first you know three weeks. Because I felt like it was more important for me to get a context of what it is that I'm doing and who the the players are that I'll be working with, and that will give me a little more energy when it does get to the code piece. Because if I dove straight into that, I would just feel so disconnected and mm -hmm. and not know who to ask questions, not know who to talk to. But because I did the people thing first, when I had questions about code stuff, I knew who to go to to ask. Right, like I'd see something come up, boom, that's that's. Sally over in, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, product support team or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I made it a point to meet with those people. And then your rapport was already there. So it wasn't awkward. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like there's so much value in meeting, not just your team, but the, but the, uh, you know, the ancillary teams that you will be working with the, the cross-functional stuff. Like, like yeah. it's so important to meet with those people and get a, get to know them because, in an office setting, you just walk by those people and you meet them. But if you're remote, every conversation has to be intentional. And I, every, I think that's, that's important. That's it. Every conversation. And, and I'll tell you this too. So Jake Dom on Twitter, he's in Raleigh. Um, he tweeted yesterday. He goes, hey, I'm speaking. What's like one piece of advice you give your early self? And I, and I said that. I said network with everybody in your organization. I would have not gotten to where I'm at in my career, Vaco, if I had not taken the time to network. And, and I will give props to my first boss. My first boss encouraged me. She's like, you need to meet these, these four division heads. And, and, and I will say this, like that probably saved my career. <laughs> mm. um, uh, you know, uh, early on, uh, I'll, I'll just say that. Um, and then, um, so, so, and then Elliot comes in. Uh, oh no, he's just adding two to two to three months. Keep that momentum. I love it. Cool. All right, Connor. So we wrap up here, last minute or two, final suggestions for the people, either hiring managers. I know we touched briefly on the submittal process. I don't know if you want to end with that or something about the job seeker, but sure. The truth. Um, I would say be your, as, as someone looking for a job, be yourself. Uh, don't, but, but be, be intentional about being yourself. Don't yeah. just, don't just go into conversations thinking you've got it because yeah. you might not. 
Think it through, play it out in your head, plan it. If you're not a planner, like I'm not, I've became, this is, this has made me more of a planner than ever. And also mm-hmm. I worked at Evernote for a little bit. So I, you know, I gotta use, you know, use the app. It's pretty good. So, um, you know, I, but, <clears throat> but be prepared for things that you're going into because being unprepared just sets you up for failure. And I've learned, I've learned that the hard way for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely be prepared for whatever it is you're going into and be, you know, be humble, be yourself and, uh, be you. I love that. I love that. Well, y'all, thank you for hanging out. Connor, stay on as we wrap up. Want to say bye to you, but y'all, thanks for hanging out this morning. We appreciate it. Hopefully you learned something from Connor um, and uh, go connect with Connor. Um, He's a wealth of knowledge. And uh, so tomorrow, no guidance counselor 2.0. My entire team is flying in today. So I'm going to be in the office this afternoon and all day tomorrow. So no guidance counselor tomorrow, Thursday, we got unicorn finders. It's just me and the two guys chit-chatting on market stuff so go connect with us there and then friday we'll be back with another episode of guidance counselor 2.0 so connor thank you so much for joining man i appreciate it thank you and uh uh, y'all y'all have a wonderful tuesday take it easy peace hey you did it you listened to an entire episode and i am very grateful because you know why there's a lot of podcasts out there there's a lot of episodes and i myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it, please like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at tdesson on all social media handles. And I hope you have a fantastic day.